because I love the idea that bikes allow you to go places the subway and cars don't especially in brooklyn That's yeah, yeah. It, open, it opens up the city in a whole new way is yeah. what everyone tells me <laughs> um yeah. but but the mark my words the day you start seeing me opening my life up to bikes is i'm on borrowed time <laughs> i know that for sure uh, i will get hit by a car hi nico what's up Con? not much i love you i love you no homo mm, a little bit of homo for me just a little bit just a smidge from two guys who are never part of the boys club we want to welcome you to ours welcome to boys club this is our podcast about boys and about other things like their clubs and the things we were a part of hockey and we're not a part of bagels wait did you say we were a part of hockey i wasn't me neither welcome to the club boys grab a bagel what do boys eat? <laughs> I was like, what do boys eat? Okay, so my boys club is, I, we talk, I don't want this to be my fitness podcast, but just like as three We haven't people. talked about fitness in a while. Actually. Too long. Too long. Oh, actually. I don't know. But and we need to bring it back to our roots. We, we are fitness people in that sure. we work out and that we have gym memberships. <laughs> Um, I went to Barry's boot camp. When? Did you um, go to What day is it? <laughs> Literally. No, but I was DMing him almost every day being like, is this instructor good? And he'd usually be like, no. And he doesn't work there so I can say that. And then I ended up going and I didn't go because the instructor was like a hot girl, but I felt safe because it was a hot girl. You do love a hot girl. I love a hot girl named Virginia. Sure. Mm. So I was like, is your family Republican? For sure. I feel like if you're named your kid, That's Virginia, a Southern name. But she was really good at her job. But Barry's boot camp is fascinating to me because... This is 2 p.m. on a Tuesday in Chelsea. So it's like, who's here and why do you all look sad? Like, all of you are doing incredibly. You are paying for a $35 fitness class. I went for free. But, like, they're all paying for a $35 fitness class. On a Tuesday class. at 2 p.m. On a Tuesday at 2 p.m. You've got a free life if you can do that. I know. You you have a flexible lifestyle. Like, you are a rich artist. Like, you are... Or unemployed. Startup. Yeah. But if you're unemployed, then there's a trust fund happening. Because, like... You're at Barry's boot camp. Yeah. In the middle of the day. How did you find yourself at Barry's boot camp in the middle of the day? Wait, I feel like they. Okay, do you remember in Pretty Woman? It's kind. Barry's boot camp is fascinating to me because it's like Nordstrom with treadmills, and there's just like a nice Dyson in the bathroom, and I'm like, aren't you guys going under? How did you afford Dysons for the bathrooms? <laughs> but I feel like, do in Pretty Woman? Have you seen Pretty Woman? Yeah. Remember the scene where she goes into the store and they're like, who's this hooker? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. You're a whore, you're a whore. Yes. Get out of here, you whore. Yes, that's how I felt. That classic scene. I felt that, but they didn't call me whore. They were like, okay, spirit. Okay, (laughs) spirited boy. What the fuck? Like, yeah. Did they say that to you? No, they said it with their eyes. I was like, they said you were spirited? Nice, they sensed it. That they were like, (laughs) we're miserable here. Is that the new slur? Spirit, yeah. (laughs) In a a place like Barry's Boogam, it is the new slur. They probably were like, there was this new gay guy in my class. Class, that's a slur. Who was running like a little gazelle on the treadmill. <laughs> oh, I would love With to watch spirit. you run. <laughs> Wait, oh no, I don't like the way you said that. No, in a good way. I run bad, but I <laughs> I felt strong in the class. I was like, yeah. I felt, I was like, let's fucking go. I feel like you're not out of the ordinary for who would be at a Barry's boot camp. Okay, so Barry's boot camp. like register. Here's why I am out of the ordinary for being at a Barry's boot camp, and this is going to be a callback to our previous episode. And this is a tell-all for the boys at home. <laughs> My body closet, I mind, right? Okay. And this is absolutely body, and not just, but it's body in a way that, like, not just because it's a workout class. It's body in the way that it's like, this is a hot gay workout class. Okay. And like a hot girl, the hot girlies and the hot gays. And the difference between like soul, like soul is just like mostly women. Yeah. Barry's boot camp is like mostly 
hot gay guys that like aren't currently cast in the book is Mormon or Mormon book. The book is Mormon. <laughs> What's that show called? The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. So it's like your roommate's like kind of vibe. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He likes Barry's boot camp. Okay. Okay. He enjoys that vibe. Okay. To catch our guest up and any boys at home who are not familiar with our previous episodes, we decided you should be we. <laughs> Mom. Um, Connor's theory is that there are three types of gays. Mind, body, and closeted. <laughs> so oh, the holy trinity. The holy the only trinity. Three places that we can exist. <laughs> so these were body gays. Body gays. So that includes like circuit gays, workout gays, steroid gays, steroid gays. Yeah. Great genetics gays. Great genetics gays. Wait, and honestly, I think <laughs> that is what people aren't saying, and that's like the biggest one. And listen, you can be a body m- mind cusp if you want to. <laughs> if you're allowed. That might be a little bit where this lived. Maybe. Maybe. Any New Yorker totes? Not in the one. locker room? Not one. Not a one New Yorker yeah. tote. Well. I was like, are we are these people voting? <laughs> Everyone needs to be voting. They don't feel like they need to, I'm sure. Wait, like, what is a mind get? I know I'm not sp- I'm not supposed to talk yet, but I'm just I'm gonna like, ask No, you, you have talk. to because what <laughs> you ask every my mom's thinking in her car. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I speak for the mothers on this. What is a mind gay? <laughs> okay, so a mind gay is like your gay who has a mustache, thinks that it looks good, because one person told him that it looked good one time and he's like a New Yorker toe. Okay, I think you were in that moment you were talking about your one ex who had stuff that you didn't like. Like does it mean they're smart or does it mean they think gay? thoughts it means that they like they think that they're smart they do like film and they um are 5'8 do you know what I mean it's like the more artsy nerdier side in the winter they wear one of those British jackets okay I have a question for you where do musical theater gays fit into this oh I think they're cusp I think Okay, because they have passion. It depends. No, it depends if they do MT or if they like MT True. as well. You mean if they because, wanted to do MT? Because if they are in book is Mormon, the book is Mormon. <laughs> the book should be Mormon. The book, the book, as far as we know, is Mormon. Yeah. Um, that would be body that because be they have body yaddy on yeah. that stage. Yeah, they do. In book those ties. Other one is <laughs> Newsies. <laughs> Anyone who's ever wanted to be in Newsies falls into that category. I've just God, like hot Newsies is gay. amazing. Okay. Yes, hot gay. Who was MT? But what you're the distinction that you're drawing is was MT versus wanted to be MT, which is wildly dark. Yeah. Because yeah. like you're just picturing like the BA theaters looking over at the BFA. MTs well, it's also just like, like there's also there's people who you know obsessed with MT don't want to do it, and that's yeah. actually smart, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I did a show for a college, and there was like a group of MTs. And they were the only happy people in that room. And they was like, wait, these people are beautiful and have dreams. No, no, and it's, a facade, it's a facade. As a, as a former you BFA, think so? yeah, it's all a lie. <laughs> wait, BFA MT acting? No, 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 no. Um, just, just fine pure arts. drama. Just the fine arts. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, I think it's actually radical of us to not include musical theater gays somewhere in our in our victory here. <laughs> I know <laughs> to not even give them their own category or even know where they're about fall. to lose a lot of listeners. <laughs> yeah, I think that their whole job is to be like kind of hot musical theater gays. Yeah, like okay, I think Savannah's point was really good though that there is a difference between those who consume and those who are part of it. I think we've nailed part yeah. of it. Absolutely, my I'm sorry, absolute mind and body really. Cosmers, which Cuspers. is good for them. But then people who just consume. Probably mine. Probably mine. Michael Aber. Like New Yorker toe. No shade, Michael Aber. Just You're not upset currently. Angela Lansbury dying. Like strong <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. mind. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's probably accurate. What about Disney gays? 
Closet. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, I'm just kidding. You know on this podcast that we think that if you love Disney, we're like, okay, that's fine. We're like, anything that makes you that's happy. That's the stance? Like the short. It's like, we were like, it's if we're not going to yuck your yum. But oh, yeah. John, John Hedrick did tell us that there is a little bit of an overlap between Disney adults and like Blue Lives, Lives Matter, Matter people. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh. It's in Florida. You knew that? True. It is in Florida. God, that's dark. Yeah. I saw a crazy video earlier. Can't even remember what it was. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's just something that was like um, I really can't. No, remember and it was. no further thought. And no further thoughts on that. Yeah. Just a crazy video. What's crazy you know when you wa- wake up and you look, you immediately go on Twitter. Horrible decision. I do it all the time. It's so dumb. It's I love Twitter. Actually, love, I'm gonna double down and say Twitter's awesome. Oh, Twitter is awesome, but to it be the first thing you do when you wake up. Not awesome. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not awesome. Good, not good. Um, and I, 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 I need I to put it in this. A, Say it again. I went on before this to be like, what boys clubs are happening in the news? And I was like, Jamie Foxx getting kicked out of Cardi B's birthday party. Is that a boys club? But like, it tells I, you. I don't think that we can even. I don't know enough to comment on that because I don't know. I didn't even know it was her birthday. I know. <laughs> and that's on you. Yeah, it is on me. And that if you were on the Twitter news, yeah. you would have known. Um, my boys club was uh, at this concert I went to yesterday. Kind of me and also kind of the people at the concert. So I went to a concert with my sister last night. I saw that. It was super fun. Who I was it? Who it was, was a band it? called Spacey Jane, who's from Australia. This was their first ever Whoa. show in oh, New hot. York. And I am not saying this as... The lead singer was attractive. That's so kind of why I, I, I sort of zoomed in in, yeah, that, yeah. in that way. Well, that was what was funny, was the audience was incredibly straight. The yeah. band was so gay. Like, so queer. All of them Australian were... Australian gay. Australian... I was trying to listen to some of the lyrics this morning to hear if it was like what pronouns were being used by the lead singer to describe the love interests. Yeah. And I I haven't I haven't come to a conclusion yet, but I would say he's at least bi, probably. Okay. For sure. sure. Yeah. He Super and Channing hot. Tatum. He and Channing Tatum are two are two icons. Um but <laughs> I I only knew my sister and I were obsessed with one song by them that we found a while ago. And then she saw that they were gonna be playing here and it's like, Oh, we should get tickets. So I didn't really know any of their music, so like it seems like it was cool. It's like, oh, this is this Australian band. I didn't know anything about them. Like, yeah. um, but I had a great time, and it was like, it's kind of like I didn't listen to any of their music before the show except for the one song that I knew, and it was kind of like going to see a movie you know nothing about and then being yeah. blown away. Sure. It was really fun. Wait, so my boys club is going to concerts with the band you don't know and just being like, I'm gonna hope I love them because I did. I fell in love. Were they hot? So hot. Such good performers. Like also like 24, 25, like rising stars. Oh, wait, did you so ever good. see Jamae Private School Girl on HBO Max? No. Nope. Wherever it was before that. Mm-hmm. Did you see Jamae Private School Girl? No. My takeaway from that was simply that all Australians are hot. It was just like all these hot Australian people in high school. But they were like obviously 30 playing high schoolers. And they were hot. It was really funny. The drummer was like, this is like ta- like kind of like vamping in between them, like switching over guitars and stuff. And then he, they went to start the song. He went, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like, so the audience lost it. <laughs> that's incredible. I think that yeah. that's like a trend right now is the obsession with the way Australians speak. I do wish sense. we had more Australians here in New York. I do too. I guess That'd their country the is really fun and they're not leaving. It's better. Yeah. I feel like it's like better. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, sometimes I'm like, you're There's out. like beaches. Yeah, there are beaches. My crush in college went there for a semester. No guns. No guns, that they is definitely guns. No. Yeah, they had like one mass shooting. Locked and him up. absolutely locked every gun in the country, threw it into the Great Barrier Reef. That's why there's a problem there. Um, <laughs> Wait, that's where the guns went? Yeah, 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 straight into the reef. Um, no, I'm joking. And <laughs> save one life to kill another. <laughs> <laughs> the fish gotta go to yeah. save the kids. Um, yeah, and so they, they haven't had one single problem since. Yeah. And honestly, everyone's cool believe. with it. 
Yeah. Okay, my favorite. Though system there has survivor. to be some like outback people that have a gun. Probably, probably. Right? But That's it's just like there's there's more legislation around it immediately. Yeah. Because there's a woman in charge there. True. Oh. I always like, I feel like my in my head I'm like, oh, all of Europe is more progressive than the United States. Australia's got to be more progressive. And like I think in certain countries and instances they are, and in certain like yeah. topics. But then you'll hear other shit about mm-hmm. the UK where I'm like, oh, they seem like their racism is actually way worse than what we have going on. Well, it's like it's like colonial in a yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. It's like deep. It's really deep. Yeah, and yeah. I so, guess ours is too in a way. Yeah, I mean, but it's because we talk about the monarchy a lot, and like they, the monarchy is fucked. A lot of them. Have <laughs> That's a boys' club. The monarchy. Yes, they pay so much. They get their taxes go to these this random group I know. of weirdos. It's crazy. Problematic weirdos. Problematic. I just paid three ninety nine. Well, my dad just paid three ninety nine. He doesn't know. I paid three ninety nine <laughs> for PBS documentaries. Yeah. Wait. So, <laughs> okay, you're a mind gay. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm a mind gay. I was listening to. Okay, for the boys at home, here's another podcast request for you. When you're done with our episodes, you got to check out um, Muna, the band Muna has a, a podcast they did for like not I don't know how many episodes there are but like they have an episode with Phoebe Bridgers which is a lot of fun and then they also had Caleb Huron on the comedian yeah and he was talking about John Wayne Gacy he was in their oh. uh, music video he was in the music video so they're like really so tight with him so chiffon but how much do you know about John Wayne Gacy both of you dude so much okay because I There's was three big serial, serial killers he's one of them I yeah. was cracking up at the what they were saying that he was like cause he, his whole thing was he was unfortunately a predator and then also like had like this like clown get up and he yeah. was like everybody thinks i had this clown get up to lure victims that's not true i did this because i love it <laughs> <laughs> see it's just like that was just my craft he's like yeah i have a dual life you know like i have a complicated human existence and I, have Wait, I always thought that he would dress up as a clown to kill people nope Oh, it was two he separate just loved, no, He just was a clown the and he had this day job. We're just like, wait, we have an idea. <laughs> an what idea if we combine here. the two? Yeah. And then well, he said something else that was really, oh, he goes, people also, like, he was also queer. And so people were like, people think I'm homosexual. I don't have a, I'm not homosexual. I don't have a problem with them. I even commit homosexual acts sometimes, but I'm not homosexual. I'm bisexual. <laughs> okay, bicon. Another bicon ahead of his time. Also, <laughs> progressive that he never murdered a woman. Only sure, would sure. <laughs> really progressive. Wait, yeah. so I was getting my hair cut, and my the woman who cuts my hair, who's incredible, okay, and we don't agree. It looks um, great. It, was it just cut? A week ago. Connor gets hair It looks great. Mm, every week? And that's a part of me that's a body gay. Well, I'm a little body gay, and in that way. She says, because I was talking about Dahmer, obviously, constantly, never stop. Yeah. Which is for someone who only watched one and a half episodes, whatever, maybe I shouldn't speak on it, but she's like, yeah, my cousin was killed by the clown killer. <gasps> Who's John Wayne Gacy? No way. And I was like... What? Wait, what? It, it, it For some really... reason, I thought John Wayne Gacy was like of a different generation. Like no, two her, generations. That's why it wasn't trauma. That's why she said it and then we were able to continue to give me gay bangs and not be like... Like it was yeah, like, yeah. oh, before you were alive. Like, which is true. Like yeah. it was in like the 80s, seven, late 70s but her or cousin. 80s. Her freaking cousin. Her like first cousin? Her... I don't know, but she said that the family's really shook. Her oh family's my from God. Iowa, and her cousin was absolutely killed by the clown killer. Wow. Who's John Wayne Gacy? But there's three big... Okay, was that I'll, her way of saying she has a gay cousin? Okay, well, I did ask that. I said, oh, is your cousin gay? And then she said yes. Which we go. was your cousin gay? I mean, what do you say to that? My cousin was killed by the clown killer. And then I was like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah. And then I said, okay, but was your cousin gay? And then she said, yes. yes. Wow. 
Because they, they said he was really charismatic and that, like, he got arrested before. Most like, killers are. Before. Said, yeah, yeah. He got Dom arrested before. Yeah. And then he was let out of prison because they just loved him. Like, the guards Hell just yeah. loved him. Like, that's By the end of his time there, dancer. he was wearing guard uniforms and, like, chilling with the guards. He was, like, connected to Isn't local government. Yeah. It's yeah. deeply unsettling. Wait. Oh, so unsettling. But I am. I need to watch that documentary now because i got to know more. Those three things are... Is it a I'm, documentary? Why is that so guy many. from American Horror Story in it? Well, apparently there's a six-part documentary on Peacock. All about John Wayne Gacy? Mm-hmm. I love a crime documentary. I'd watch it with Same. you. We'll find, I, we'll find a time. No, I would love that. Because okay. with a, a true crime, here my, was my issue with Jammer. You don't need Ryan Murphy to create this like suspenseful thing about this like actual true thing that happened that's terrifying. Whereas totally. with, when it's true crime, it's like, I was the hot DA on the case and everyone's fine now, but let me tell you, it was crazy. There's like comfort there in like watching someone like give their first hand account. Yeah. That's what you want. It makes it feel like of the past. Yes. Yeah. Whereas when it's like, okay, he's like actually trying to eat someone in his house right now. And like, I'm very stressed out. I, obviously true crime is kind of like, has a lot of problems with it, I think. And like, especially for the victims and stuff. But I generally prefer it to be a documentary. I don't really love the like fictionalized retellings. I do think that's like, I don't know. Yeah. It's extra. I feel like in general, when things are based on a true story, I'm like, I just want the true story. Yeah. But I'm a documentary whore, I I would say. I love documentaries. Yeah. Wait, this is so fucked. We might need to cut this so people don't throw up. <clears throat> so in the Dahmer, I only watched one and a half episodes, but he takes Polaroids of the victims. And then I was like, that probably is historically accurate. So then I Googled Dahmer no. Polaroid. Don't Google it. I know. I know. I'm actually upset. What time at night did you do this? It was, I don't know. I need a longer, I need to. <laughs> He's like 10 a.m. <laughs> First thing it in really the morning. really will like fuck you up. Because I was trying to watch it when I went to bed and I was like, I'm never going to sleep no. watching this. It was really bad. It was no. horrible. horrible. Also, I'm going to say it. People, okay. We talked a lot about bros on this and how bros, people don't want to see it in theaters, which is honestly, that's fine. But it's kind of crazy that Dahmer, which is also about a queer person. Yeah. It's like the top rated thing on death. It's like people want queer film. It just needs to be they murder. They need to be dying. Yeah, no, I saw something like that too. That like, nobody wants to go see this queer love story, but everybody wants to go see queer Well, nobody knows about the twist ending of bros. <laughs> <laughs> okay? And you gotta go yeah. see it. We need the numbers okay. in the box office. Dahmer and John Wayne Gacy. Mind, body, or closet. <laughs> okay. God, I want to say mind because they in, they embarked <laughs> yeah, the on this crazy project, like yeah. a crazy project. It's like, anyway, oh, that's so fucked. Oh, kind of, I think they were. I mean, definitely, they're definitely not body. No, no, no. Really ugly. People said Dahmer was hot, and I was like, well, that's that's the whole thing. I, I mean, this is the this is the one fucked up thing about serial killers is that everybody says that they're hot and they're not. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. I didn't get it. I was like, I don't find him attractive at all. Exactly. I mean, the Zac Efron, obviously, but. When you look up, you Google images of him, and I mean, this is everybody knows this. He's not hot. Yeah, but people do. And all he said was like, "My leg's broken and my car's broken. Come help me." And that's how he. That's how he kidnapped kidnapped people. Oh my god. Yeah. Ew. I was worried because my dad loves to help people on the side of the road, and I was like, "You really can't. You're so old. You're 58. Like no one expects this from you." So sweet though. That is who you want someone to help. Yeah. Not like an old brittle man. Yeah. Stay in your car. <laughs> Stay in your fucking car. But of all the people, he's not going to get kidnapped. <laughs> that feels like a slur. No, but I'm just saying, I don't but think kidnappers are kidnapped. going for him. No, I think that's I don't true. think 58-year-old no, cishet he's actually white this, men are the target of from kidnapping. From serial killers, he's the safest. Do you know who's at high risk? 
the three people in this room. That's Hell true. yeah. We're higher because we're fucking hot <laughs> queer or female biches. You know what I mean? True. That's what people want. That's, that's what people the, want in their cars. It's true. Yeah. Um, Alright, I guess we'll, we should bring our guest in. <laughs> I've been absolutely yapping this whole time. No, it's good. We Our, our consistency <laughs> with whether or not the guest speaks before, and my sister said this yesterday, she's one of the boys at home, shout out Soph, um, said she loves how inconsistent we are with whether or not the guest talks before we bring them in. And I, I think was that's like, important. We have no control, and I often think it's just hard because I keep like, well, stop. I keep stopping myself from talking and then absolutely wanting to be a part of the conversation. Well, that's why it's hard because it's like, and then I also feel rude like not including the person sitting on the couch. Totally. And well. It's weird, I'll be honest. That, that weird, that weird, exactly. What would I have said? I don't know. I would have been like, okay. Been silence. Um, yeah, go ahead and intro me. Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> Boys, our guest this week is an incredible stand-up comedian. She's opening for us for our half hours in two weeks on October 26th at Union Hall at 7.30. Uh, she has a sketch group called Text Me Back, and it's at Text Me Back right now on Instagram. Text Me Back right now, please. Text Me Back right now, please, on Instagram. Boys, give a warm welcome to Savannah Disarmo. Yeah. yeah. Also, the boys need to know that we are record. This is a morning recording. Yes, it's nine a.m. It's absolutely nine a.m. This is the earliest I think we've ever recorded. We had Sabrina uh, here early too. It's uh, yeah. This Sabrina is, moves here early. I'm Normal not a morning at- person. I want to make that clear. Well, we appreciate you making. No, the I, but are you? I, I was hoping to have a moment of togetherness. No. I used to be. You do changed. teach in the morning, which is insane. Yeah, you do teach in the morning. But you have to, you are being paid to be a morning person, which yeah. is different. I'm, I'm definitely not a morning person, but I've, like, in college for, when I played soccer in college, our practices Frag. were at 7 a.m. So, like, sure. I had to get up at 5.45 all through college. Okay, speaking of newsies, do you remember newsies when Christian? People Bale... are gonna think that was a horrible cut. That was an <laughs> earnest so... transition from what I just said to newsies. <laughs> People are gonna think it's a horrible cut, but it's actually my podcast co-host doesn't listen to me. He's <laughs> a bad listener, bad at improv, not good at this podcast. Okay. Speaking of soccer, <laughs> you didn't even go for the wolves. Nothing related. Wait, that is why I was bad at improv because I was like, what am I gonna say? <laughs> I'm thirty percent listening to you and mostly thinking about me. No, I'm sorry. I'm very mad. Okay. No, I'm not mad at all. I was just really abrupt, but I'm interested to see. Some, okay, usually, see sometimes you throw something out there. And Wait, it this does will be. Tie I think this okay, will be related. Ready. So in Chris, Christian Bale in Newsies, yes. when before he was crazy, is well maybe he's good actually. I love him actually. Okay. But he was. He has this line that's like, "For a dreamer, night's the only time of day." And when I don't have to wake up to an alarm at nighttime, I feel that. Where it's yeah. like, this is, you can do anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah, have to yeah, wake yeah, up yeah. in the morning. The mm-hmm. limitlessness of, yes. ni- of, of evening. Of evening. Yeah. yeah. And even past past midnight, but to not be out but be up past midnight yes. is poetry. Mm-hmm. Yes. To be in bed with an unlimited amount of time to yourself mm-hmm. is yeah. sensual and crucial to survival. I agree. I was crucial to, I think, also creative survival. Yes. I always tell myself that, but do I do anything after midnight? No. No, but you're oh, just recharging no, no, no. my brain. For sure. And by that, you mean watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, of course. That's how I... are, you, are you up? Are you kept up? I'm up. Yeah. I'm up. Me too. The new the new c- series is so much better than the old. I agree. And, I'm, and that's saying a lot because I like the old. It is like, we've talked about this, it's completely transformed. I think it's Emmy worthy. Sorry. Oh. I would agree. I think it's amazing. It, it's coming for the Amazing Race's spot in best reality oh, television program. Oh, it should take Amazing Race's spot. The way that they d- do direct addresses... Is, Amazing. Is Wait, do you awesome. remember the Demi Lovato Very documentary flat. where she's like, last time I was sitting here, I was on a cut. Do you remember that? In Ooh. the doc? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That to me is 
every episode of the Kardashians. Last time I was sitting here, I was. It's just something shocking. I honestly like, wish they did more drugs. Yeah, I the last episode with Kris Jenner doing uh, an edible was so funny. Yes, I love that. They're too healthy. No, but it's fun yes, because it correct. is. It's so like, yeah, this is what it's like to be a forty-year-old woman because they're yeah. all like middle-aged now and like have families and and are fully business women and exactly. like, this yeah. is our life. This yeah. is us running. I, I like that you call them business women. I agree with you. Well, I mean, they are. They're empires. Because, yeah, I mean, they all have their own shit. I do now. wish they actually went into more detail of how they ran their businesses. Yeah, I would like I honestly to, I wish it was, like, more W2s. of a master class. Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I'm fascinated. Like, they, they had one, in the most recent episode, they were, like, talking about Kylie Jenner working on her business. But then it was ultimately a photo shoot. Yeah. And I was like, I want to believe that you do more. I want to see her in the boardroom. I want to see her at a desk. I want to know what she <laughs> contributes. Oh, my God. I was watching, have you ever seen the Architectural Digest open door videos? Yeah, of course. Oh, they're amazing. So I was, I started watching them with Maddie. We started with Emma Chamberlain's. That's how I got sucked in, of course. And Why then, did that one pop off more than the others? I think because she's just got such a huge fan base, yeah. and I think they do want to see what her beautiful house home is. Yeah, where L.A. or Boston? Boston. Boston. You're right. I'm a freaking idiot. <laughs> Nobody's ever asked L.A. or Boston. I don't. I don't think there's a single Architectural Digest from Boston. Wait, it was oh, Emma. Cha- yeah, she lives in I need L.A. To Google. And the fact that you thought. Doesn't she have Boston roots? Uh, no. no. I think you're thinking of Maddie Peck has Boston roots. Oh, fuck, you're right. Um, but... <laughs> is Maddie Peck from Boston? She is from Boston. Well, like, outside of Boston, but Boston area generally. That's amazing. Um, you're right. She's never been to Boston. <laughs> San Bruno, California. Yeah, yeah she's in she's LA. Yeah, like born from... Born but from I was California. watching um, Kendall Jenner's old, from like a couple years also, ago, yeah. and she has this amazing moment where she's in her office, and she's like, this is my office. Um... I don't really do a lot of work in here, but my girls do. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. wow, just really admitting that. And then that she's like, let's team. go to my paint room. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what's crazy? Yeah. Courtney Kardashian's assistant went to my high school. Oh. Liz Muller. She's featured on the episodes. Yeah, she is. She's like wow. the only assistant that is featured. Yeah, she's like in several of them. She was. Do you know if she's okay? No idea, but her brother was in my grade, and then the other younger brother was in my sister's grade. So we like. And I went to school with him from like fourth grade through twelfth grade. So like. I feel like I only. I only hear horror stories about working for the Kardashians for the assistants. Wait, oh yeah, yeah. But I don't want to believe it because they seem like they're great on yeah. camera. Well, I have no the idea. camera never lies. Yeah, reality TV is real. Of course, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know her at all, really. She was a senior when I was a freshman, so we were not like I didn't know her. But it was. It is this crazy thing that's like this girl who went to our high school, went to Vanderbilt, and then now is a Kardashian assistant. That's crazy. Yeah, I, that is a job I would not want. But if they're mean. That's what that's what everybody wants to think. I want to think the opposite. Yeah, I want to think they pay them fairly and they have okay hours. Yeah, I know that the production crew is like has been with them since like they developed a a crew they liked around season two of the original and they kept the same people. That makes sense because I and they're like a family. Do you remember the episode where of the last show where they're like, "Hey, we're ending." And you're our family. I literally cried at that episode. I was like, yeah. I'm your family. I mean, it is pretty crazy. I, I, it makes sense to me to like find a crew, especially if it's that intimate. It's like with you all the time. Yeah. Totally. With cameras. Yeah, you're going to want people you trust and whatever. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say about... Uh, oh, I heard from the folks that uh, work at SNL that Kim Kardashian's really nice. Hmm. And that was very sweet to them when she hosted. I want to believe it. Yeah. They seem cool. Vanessa told me that. She, I think she, seems she said she was really nice. I believe that she's nice. And also, Maddie made a good point about this. She was like, 
she's smart. She's a businesswoman. She knows it's really bad PR to be like have like the whole SNL team be like Kim K is a bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And this conversation about whether this family of women is nice is not sexist because I just said is Christian Bale <laughs> nice? Is yeah. he nice? So Christian Bale isn't nice to be. No, clear. probably not. He has. Probably. There's like a video of him like going buck wild. No, I think he's God. he is a nut. So for a second, I thought that he's he was unkempt now too. Have you seen most recent he's pictures spooky. of him? But yeah. in Newsies, so hot. Super hot. I thought have for a second that he had. Wait, you should see it. Is it a movie? Or is, I know it's a, I know it's So a that's musical. the crazy thing is it is a movie and the Broadway musical is based off of the movie. <gasps> a reverse. Really yeah. a reverse. Whoa. I don't even know reverse. Like that's Legally crazy. Blonde. And yes. that's it. And then that's the only And one. Mean that's Girls. Oh, yeah. And Mean Girls. And Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> and Have you ever seen The Lion King? Okay, something that's... Uh, Amla- okay, so it's... And pretty much Disney films. Films all the time. <laughs> First of, all, feel crazy. first of all, Lion King, I just saw on Friday for the for the second time in my life. I on brought Broadway? my family to see Lion King on Broadway. It was their first Broadway musical. Did is you pay it... full price for tickets? Yes. Incredible. Because it was it... my stepmom's credit card. Amazing. Is it as amazing as you hoped it would be? Yes. I literally awesome. cried. Everybody and it wasn't did. even, I mean, I've seen it before and I was still like literally crying at, get this, the magic of theater. <laughs> <laughs> I, I gotta say, like I saw, this big elephant comes out, it's made of six people, it's a puppet. I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. And then I cried. No, when you see Broadway, you're like, eh, man, they are pros. They are doing this. Yeah. I mean, at a level that's incomprehensible. Um, the yeah. other thing I was going to say though is Shrek, the musical uh-huh. is on Netflix. Huge. And to watch it is a transcendent experience. If okay. you have just like a small bit of an edible, you don't want to be like blitz to the gods, <laughs> but just like slightly buzzed in some form, you will see God. Okay. When you were I'm growing up, did you see Legally Blonde the musical on MTV? Of course. <laughs> yes. Choosing Finding Elle Woods? Yeah. Okay. I also think... Oh, is that the documentary about how they picked Elle Woods? Well, there's yes. two. I wouldn't call it a documentary. It's more of a competition <laughs> show. Okay. We used to pick our Broadway stars the most American way, which yeah. used to be a reality competition. It okay. was kind of the first time you ever saw like the inner workings of a Broadway casting process. Yes. And um, it was ruthless. And it was also I like... Believe. It was just like every... It's also all on YouTube, by the way. You can watch the whole thing on It's YouTube. truly an incredible show. That deserves the Emmy. Do that the deserves girl, an honorary Emmy. The girl that won absolutely Make America Great Again, right? Yeah, I think so. Which but that's totally. the thing is... But that's another thing people don't talk about, kind of in a Disney gaze way, is a lot of certain empty people oh, are, Repu- are full Republicans. Jenna not two names, Glenda. That's a, that's a serial killer move. <laughs> All sure serial killers often have three names. Yes, so I'm sure she's like totally nice. She's absolutely married, and I think that's incredible. I don't know who you're talking and about. And I think her way. husband went to. This is a girl. Wait. Who knows. Oh, okay. Oh, I don't really know her, but like I knew, I knew her from a distance. Okay. At Bible retreat camp. Oh God. And so in college, I went on this like beach retreat for like the Bible study group because I just heard beach retreat. I was like, that sounds so fun. Yeah. And then she was on it, but we stayed in army barracks where it was like boy girl. So I stayed in army barrack of all the men, and it was like this is a nightmare. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> but then this girl ended up now she's like a Broadway star, but this Bible study was like really crazy and like yeah. kicked someone out for having premarital sex and stuff. For sure. And then I was like, wait, but this girl's on Broadway. Does she hate premarital sex? And also in hating premarital sex, gay people who yeah. couldn't get married forever, but were still having sex. Totally. So it's like, yeah. That's the thing. And I think the... The, the MAGA to Broadway pipeline. It's real. And especially when they're blonde. Yeah. <laughs> She's blonde. And that's the thing. That was all of all of El, the Finding Out Woods. It was empty blondes. They were and also, I can say that because I'm blonde. One of the girls is now a soul cycle instructor. Yeah. 
she was the one that quit smoking like as she was coming on the show and I was like alright you're a Broadway star and now you're quit smoke. she quit smoking once she got cast she was like she's like I haven't smoked in two weeks and now I'm on this reality show and it was like hey, oh, 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 you're oh, a oh. singer I'm so confused by this yeah, it's it was a different time that was a different yeah. time no you're right I wonder yeah because I feel like it does feel crazy that like they could be homophobic considering they're probably around queer people at a young age if you're yeah. in theater Yes. But maybe it's like this like weird I think it's the kind of Republican that does exist of like the these this is how I vote and also gay people are okay. Yeah, yeah. Which does exist. Wait, Laura Osnes. Yeah. No, okay. Oh my god. Holy shit. She was I mean she, this is a, a Broadway star that had a You know how she became famous? No. She was on Okay, there were two reality series. <laughs> your hands, sometimes are, shaking. We talk about your hands are shaking. Sometimes <laughs> we talk about sports and then sometimes we talk about Broadway reality yeah, yeah, shows. I would say sure. more often than not, we talk about Broadway reality shows. Oh my shows. god. Okay, well, after this, okay, which I'm very there. excited about. I'm, okay. I'm listening, I'm learning. There were two reality series, and one was Finding the Next Out Woods. The other was You're the One That I Want. And it was casting the two leads, Danny and Sandy, of Greece. And the winner of that class which was Laura network? Um, I wouldn't say like, that's how she got famous. Like maybe. No, 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 no. This was like 2008. He's yelling at me. Everyone, I feel unsafe. I feel unsafe. He's pointing his finger. Wait, this was years ago, but you're right about how these rea- like all these reality shows that now bring these MAGA people onto our American stages. Yeah, I, I would argue that. that actually Broadway already has them on a stage and yeah. the cameras just show it. Yeah. She won the show and then ended up like being famous, a star, mm-hmm. like for 15 years, mm-hmm. and then got kicked out for not getting vaccinated of like the last... That's the whole oh, thing. Yeah. She's really been under under scrutiny in the last two years. So like we talk about Leah Michelle, and it's like, oh wait, no, we probably, she probably is bad. Never mind. Well, I don't... No, I feel like she's... At least she liked the gays. She loved the gays. She, she was in love with the, the gay, gay, actually. Yeah. The gay. The, the Jonathan Groff. Yeah. Yeah. And Wait. and if you saw the Tonys, she is a strong black woman on stage. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! She, wait, speaking of anti-vaxxers in the news, MIA of Paper Planes fame. No oh way! Oh my god! Yeah, no. it was like po- like tweeted something crazy that was like, if oh, what's that guy's name? It was it was not only anti-vax, but it was also like a little bit um. Alex no. Jones, who's in tr- is yes. on trial right now for the Sandy Hook. It thing. actually, if you think it was about double bad. You could not write a more. If you're thinking of how bad can it be in 140 characters or whatever it is right. now, it's like oh, that was like a really really a, bad. Really she well was done. like, if Alex Jones is getting in trouble for lying, yeah. then shouldn't every um, celebrity who's pro vax also? And it was like whoa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wait, that's kind of a who said that? Fun. MIA. MIA said that. Oh, I the, thought you were saying she was anti-vax. She is. But oh. she was saying she was saying basically. So, so was she just telling on herself in that? She was telling on. Herself? I did see that tweet, but I did not clock that it was. Okay, let me look. And the response was perfect because the response was, "We love your gun cash register," <laughs> which is exactly like if I said that, everyone knows what I'm talking about. Of exactly. course, the gun cash register. Okay. I'm Can you imagine that. if that song came out when TikTok was a thing? Oh, oh my god, people would have made so much. Actually, I'm to sure it. the reboot, the remix is coming. I have to find yeah. it. What and there's going to be a sped up video. What song even are like. the TikTok songs? Well, Savage. Like, that became uh, popular because of TikTok, for instance, among others. She said, if Alex Jones pays for lying, shouldn't every celebrity pushing vaccines pay too? Oh, okay, sorry. Pushing vaccines, not pushing anti-vaccines. Yeah, yeah. And then somebody responded, oh, girl, don't do this. We all love your little cash register gun song. Don't ruin it. Just eat your food. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Literally, celebrities, just eat your food. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. 
Um, should we start asking our, our questions? What's a voice clip that you are not a part of? Okay, I have more than one answer for this, so I'm wondering... Do as many as you want. Okay, okay, we, okay. We have multiple answers. If there, if I, have a, I, have a, I have a high-key one and a low-key one. Amazing. So which, what should I start with? Low-key. Yeah, let's start low-key. And then we'll be shocked. Okay. Bikes. Oh. Yes. Have we already done this? No, but we are on different sides of that voice club. Okay, mm. I can't ride bikes. I don't know how. Okay. I, I okay. Let me let me slay. Let me and that's a slay. <laughs> um, no, I do know how. Like I can and mm-hmm. could, but um, I fell off my bike when I was nine, got a uh. horrible concussion, and then never went back on. So I would I wouldn't say I'm a confident bike rider. Mm-hmm. And now you're a comedian. And and now I'm a comedian. And that <laughs> is a pipeline that nobody talks about. Yeah, and that's early trauma. The concussion to comedian. Yeah, person. exactly. I am fully concussed, and it shows every time I open my mouth. <laughs> um, no, so and then the reason it came to mind as a boys club is because I feel like there's always those like in Prospect Park or any any park really mm-hmm. any sort of open space men will gather and they will bike and they will put on aerodynamic wetsuits. <laughs> <laughs> Why yes. do they wear that? And those pointy little helmets mm-hmm. and they speed their asses around and round and round. Yeah. And I can never be a part of that. Yeah. And nor do I want to. To yeah. be fair. I think you're also describing two boys clubs at once because there's like people who are bikers. Yeah. Like ride a bike. You ride a bike. I ride a bike. For transportation. See, that I wish I could do. So I, if you can see back there, I've rigged that bike in the back to have a little basket on the back. I carry my groceries from Trader Joe's. Do you ever carry your girlfriend in that? I have jokingly mentioned. That's the kind of guy I'm looking for is someone with a little... (laughs) A little basket. A little basket because I love the idea that bikes allow you to go places the subway and cars don't especially in brooklyn That's yeah, yeah. It, open, it opens up the city in a whole new way is yeah. what everyone tells me <laughs> um yeah. but but the mark my words the day you start seeing me opening my life up to bikes is i'm on borrowed time <laughs> i know that for sure uh, i will get hit by a car i love especially new york this is not the place to start no i know Every, i've even thought about like except for that one i've even thought about like getting a bike and truly just biking around the little loop of a of a park to get better yeah. but as soon as cars start being involved i'm mm-hmm. like that's it is scary it's so scary i mean i don't like having to be aggro just getting like yeah. just getting from yeah. point A to point B. Yeah, it definitely is scary, and there's a lot of obstacles to it because there's the cars, there's the pedestrians, and then there's also the like people on the like electric like Grubhub drivers and stuff on the electric yes. bikes. People on the little motorcycle moped things. So there's yeah. like a lot going on. Yeah, you definitely have to pay attention. New York's definitely like bikeable because there's plenty of bike lanes. They do a pretty decent job with that, but it is like you have to pay attention. Yeah. And people come in the wrong way down the bike lanes. There's a lot. And then there's the out. people that are gonna steal your bike. I feel like that happens constantly. People do try to, especially over like off of like on like Star Street and Bushwick off like Jefferson L, like that area. Sure. Like Allie Lawrence put, uh, locked her bike up out there and somebody like took her seat off. That was like, they had to get like a special tool to take it off. So these are not like just like people who are just like people with bike tools are stealing bike pieces. That's so sad. Yeah. Which hmm. is so fucked up. In Chicago, everyone yeah. takes something off the Cadillac converter, Cadillac, I don't care. Off the cars, and that was like a whole thing. Oh, interesting. To, have, to own anything in this world is just like you're opening yourself up to sadness and failure. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you don't bike? No, no. I thought you said you were nine. I when I was four, my dad said no more. I used to ride with training wheels, and I was really happy then. Really happy. <laughs> and then my dad was like, "No more training wheels, fairy." Uh-huh. Okay, don't say that to Mr. Jenna. We know you didn't call him a fairy. I just remember we were at the park and he had his hand on my little butt, but not in a weird way. And then he <laughs> took, and I was like, okay. And then he took it off and I just 
And I was like, never again, never again. I don't trust you or bikes. Never again. <laughs> and and, never and then again. you became a comic. Yes. Yeah. And then that in that moment I actually was concussed. Early but bike no trauma. No one took me to the doctor. Nobody's talking about the early bike trauma of yes. the comedians yes. in New York yes. City. Yes. Maddie can't ride a bike. Well, she can. She just doesn't want to in the city. It's scary. Yeah. God. It is scary. I don't blame anybody who doesn't feel comfortable riding here. It's it's definitely like you. I would do a moped. Yeah. I would do a moped. Yeah, that'd be fun. A Vespa. Just to kind of be Europe, be Europe for a second. Uh, to Don't... be Lizzie McGuire the movie. Yeah, to be Paolo. Have you ever been on one of the uh, Rebels? See, that feels worse. Okay. Any... Is that not just any moped? Yeah, I guess you're right. But I also don't want to put on the helmet that everybody's put on. Well, that's literally yeah, like full lice. Yeah. Like, gross. Oh my god, so true. Yeah. Boys got lice. <laughs> that is a voice club. Have you had club. lice? No, Have my you? brother had it. Mm-mm. My brother had it. My brother the shame just said it was like, oh, I didn't realize my brother had a friend over, and they were like, this is your brother. There was a he whole, there was a so whole scandal in high school where there was this big, big lice outbreak, and then this in high school in high school. That's a bit late. Yeah, <laughs> and because it, it was a very small school of tech of middle and high school. Okay. Okay. So it was the whole school. And my head is itching just sort of. I know. I just, I'm, 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 an, I'm an empath in that way. Um, <laughs> no. Uh, and there was this big outbreak through the whole school. And then these, this like group of like five moms who were also nurses came over and they were checking everyone's hair. And this mom told me I had lice. Doing free labor. Doing it's free, free labor. It's giving free labor. Hire I, I, a nurse. But then they were, I mean, they were nurses. <laughs> <laughs> Pay your nurses. Um, and they told me I had lice. And then my stepmom picked me up from school and brought me to the hospital, <laughs> the hospital, wow. to well, check if I had ER. lice. <laughs> and then they said, you don't have lice. Mm. So it was just like these moms spreading misinformation. Wow. And I had to like go, I remember going to my high school boyfriend being like, I have lice. <laughs> <laughs> like literally feeling ostracized, like I had the scarlet letter. Oh yeah. Wait, but it was just, a, it was a louse. Medicine. Yeah. Because one time they told me I had a stress fracture. I went to another doctor and they was like, yeah, I don't see it. They're like, you're like, not stressed. Okay. And now I'm fine. <laughs> and so... Ignore doctors. Ignore the first opinion always. It's also crazy because I don't think that they would ever shave a girl's head in first grade. But my brother, they shaved his head. Well, that's, Wait, that's the easiest so way to deal with it. That's just another way that... But it really... Male privilege. Yes. Yeah. No, but what I feel like what it's not doing is allowing m- men to have pride in their hair. True. Wait, I was having they're saying hair. they're saying, oh, your hair doesn't matter True. in the way that with with women. Your hair does matter. Your hair is everything. Yeah. Wait, can I tell you something psychotic? Yeah. No, when you're a kid, you like don't know anything. <laughs> so I, when I was a kid, True. I really liked the way that women's hair looked. Yeah. Which is maybe I need to explore later with Haley, my therapist. But I wanted. <laughs> or just to your hairdresser with the dead cousin. Natasha with the dead cousin, and I got my hair cut I wanted hair that looked like a girl's mm-hmm. oh no and then so I got it cut really short because to me when I looked at women's hair I was like all I know is their foreheads aren't covered I was like uh, they have sure. so I was like that's how you get girl hair and then they cut it and I was like not what I asked for <laughs> <laughs> not at all what I asked for wow and I was like yeah, I didn't understand I don't know if it was like spatial or I didn't understand I find that asking for what you want at the hairdresser is one of the hardest things to do. It's tricky. It's pointless, actually, I would say. (laughs) (laughs) There's no use in... I recently got my hair cut, and I paid upwards of $200 for it, obviously. Women. And and when I tell you, when I left that salon, it looked like my hair had somehow grown. 
<laughs> it not only looked exactly the same, it looked longer. Oh my god! But also the same. Does that make sense? Yes. I was like, and I, I was like, well, swipe my card. Yeah, we just burned two hundred dollars. Twenty percent tip. Yeah, I can't. I love that I get to tip you too. Yeah, exactly. Oh god, that's horrible and I made the vow walking out and this was a couple weeks ago I was like I will no longer go to the salon unless I'm ready for a huge change yeah if, it, if I basically just want to look the same I'm not going I, I showed them a picture of you that's very sweet mm-hmm. I'm, you I'm and earnestly flattered by that once. yeah went on one date with those two people Wh- who was he um I went on <laughs> who one is date he? with him <laughs> and then I was like I can't take the AC oh is that what's his face somehow <laughs> Like I can't ever come back here. Yeah. You know what's speaking of taking the AC, I had this just I had this revelation recently where I feel like it used to be you wanted to date people near you because it's like you either like want to be on the same train line or you want to be like a very close Uber, right? Yeah. But now cars are so expensive that I feel like you really want to be on someone's block. I no literally to say in their building. Yeah. They want you want to be up. I don't know about building. I don't want to share a stairwell with someone. Yeah, I know that's probably valid. I once hooked up with someone that was absolutely across the street from me by accident, and I didn't like it because it was mm. like you leave your house and you're like, "Am I being perceived right now?" Exactly. Mm. You don't want that. And then the times where I want to be perceived and he's not there, I so think it's really I. A ten-minute walk is probably ideal. Exactly, the ten-minute yes. walk radius. I want to date someone who lives at Easy Lover, the bar mm. that's ten mm-hmm. minutes from my mm-hmm. house. Yeah, that exactly. would murder me. <laughs> Ten minutes, but you don't know in which direction. Yeah, so you'd have to. You could figure it out. But you'd have to spend a long time. Like a machete <laughs> looking for me. Wait, we got off of bikes a little bit, and we got off of the guys. What's your high key one? Religion. Oh, that's so high key. <laughs> yeah. Have you? Were you never religious in any capacity? Um, I was never religious. I think I wouldn't have said these words per se growing up, but I did not believe in God almost ever. Wow. And you're from New Orleans. I'm from outside of New I'm I'm from Cajun country, Louisiana. So oh, I'm like true blood. I'm I'm true blood from the bayou country of New Wait, Orleans is like the I city. I was in Baton Rouge yeah. one time. That's awesome. It was terrifying. Baton Rouge, terrifying. Baton Rouge is interesting because it's like city hall vibes. Yeah, like it gives me like Columbia, South Carolina vibes. It was like, the, that was the first time I was in like the deep, because I was just going to North Carolina. And then I go to Baton Rouge, and I'm like, oh, this Wait, is Wait, why did you go to Baton Rouge to go to North Carolina? Okay, I went to Baton Rouge because I did dance marathon in college, and I was, we had dance tell marathon. Me, tell me what that is right now. <laughs> dance marathon is where you stand for 24 hours to raise money for kids in hospitals, but it's really dance? like a status thing. They're like, it kind of like there's music. It's really calls, a status thing. But it's about like staying. You had it. You had the wake and shake. We did have Wake and Shake. What was, the hell yeah. are you guys talking about? <laughs> it was like a fundraiser, and I feel like Sammy. it was really important Sammy. in college because I feel like in college people were like, yeah, we'll raise money for sick people, but not for poor people. But for okay. sick people, absolutely. So for it was like, sick, did rich well. people? I don't know, I don't know they, they were rich. That. But, um, <laughs> but, but it, wait, it's called Dance Marathon, and you don't me. dance. You like can like you can okay. It's about so not it's, sitting. It's a it's a fundraiser that that I'm like everybody's raising. Well. Money. This is a boys club that I was not okay. part of. This it's is like my new answer. <laughs> so it's in, forget religion. It's in college typically. I think they do them in high schools too, but like at, in colleges they'll. And have yours like, is called Wake and Shake because at Wake Forest it's like called. Are you wake impressed that I knew that? Wake Forest. Okay. Yeah. It was my job to know all the dance. I know. Clubs. I am impressed, but Elon and Wake are very close to each other. Okay. So you basically it's just like a it's a fundraiser like leading up to it, and like a lot of the fraternities and sororities make teams where they fundraise within their 
sorority, and and then it ends on this twenty four hour dance marathon where you do shifts and you like there's activities and speakers and, and no are one dances. No, there are people dancing, but it's a lot of like activities and stuff, yeah. and you just end up staying up for twenty four like, hours catch the to chicken. like. It's like very much a spectacle. It's like what does this? So it's like a do? telethon. It's always crazy to me because it's like we're trying to raise like money for other people, and then we put on this event that costs money. So we're actively taking money away from the people we're trying to give it to. Mm-hmm. Well, but you must earn. Fundraiser. Do you earn money? Not if you're. It's a, it's all volunteer. We actually set a, we about... set a record. So yeah. Okay. So yeah, beige. but I was thinking about it the other day with bros. I'm gonna get canceled for saying this because the whole bros narrative was you have to see this movie. It's historical, and it was like, okay, well maybe you lead with is it funny? Whereas with Elon Thon would be like, you have to donate. We have to set a record. You have to <laughs> donate money so kids don't die. And it's like, okay, that's like not a great pitch. Okay, got it. We might have to yeah. cancel that. But I was thinking about that the other day at, at Equinox when I was doing deadlifts. And so you went to <laughs> just, <laughs> just like, this slipping, is like Elon it in. Um, so that's why you went to Baton Rouge, my so state's capital. Because I was the director of marketing for two years, junior <laughs> and senior year, which is like actually a huge deal for me. You get it. I, I was a beach with it. I was a beach with jeans, a cute t-shirt that was yeah. like branded Elon Thon, a walkie-talkie, okay. and of a course. clipboard. I know you're not into gifts, but for your next birthday, if I get you a boys' club clipboard, would you? accept that I would leave it at club coming no I would lose it what where do you think my water bottle is from last episode I lost it no I know it's somewhere but I went to that nice I was we had the dance marathon leadership conference which is where this the is leaders of all thing. the dance marathons in the country come together to learn best practices and we were so accomplished who runs shit like that like so what? That's, there's a full on adult run by like that. Mormons in Salt Lake City. No, you know what probably, it is? Probably, yeah. It's yeah. probably some rich ass person using it as a tax write off. Exactly. Wait, that's so cheap. There's something. So this dark. this reads like is. a cover that's up. So dark. Yeah, absolutely, it's a cover up. A dance marathon for kids with Wait, cancer. Wait, we raised. No, they do them everywhere. There's one at Penn exactly. State. Exactly. No, I know. That one's like it's, 48. That's hours. like the Susan B. Susan B. Coleman, whatever. How that's a big cover up too. Mm. It's not. I actually. thought you were going to say Susan B. Anthony. <laughs> you know the Susan B. Anthony Foundation. <laughs> Back to Louisiana. Yeah. Yes. Feels um, out of the ordinary to not be religious. Yeah, I, I feel like out. I lucked out in, in this way of both both of my parents were a part of very large families, both grew up religious, going to Sunday school, blah Catholic. blah blah. Catholic as hell. Were they from Louisiana? Yes. Born oh, generations upon generations. And French Catholic, perhaps. I guess. Desarmo. If that's a thing. Desarmo is is Cajun French. Yeah. So they grew up super Catholic, um, and then I think both just like realized they di- it didn't vibe with them, and mm-hmm. so they um, I did not grow up going to church except when I was like with my grandma. Yeah, my mom like taught me a few prayers so I could literally fit in. You got to be able to pl- yeah play the t- play the hits. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went to a religious school too okay. for like middle and high school. But the whole time it's like I did the thing. I like got the bread and the wine, whatever. Mm-hmm. I did the whole. I did the. I played the part. Yeah. I was like, I just, I'm waiting to feel moved by yeah. something, and I'm not. I even went to Christian sleepaway camp, and I was almost, I was almost converted. It's crazy how much in the South, like, like, religious, Christian religious, like, things are, like, status. It's like, oh, that's where all the cool kids are. And it was social. To. It was yeah. like, to go to summer camp meant me also learning the word of the Lord. Absolutely. Oh it's crazy. God. Yeah, like, I, I, the same way, like, I remember wanting to do, like, the Bible study or, like, Young Life or whatever, because that's where all the cool kids are. Young Life. Wow. And I, I haven't felt, heard that in a long time. I know. I, I didn't ever do Young Life. 
Because I think at that point I was like, okay, I'm actually don't like in middle school I was very much wanting to like fit in mm-hmm. with that, and then by high school I was like, this is dumb. But I always felt <laughs> a little bit outside because Catholics were not as common. Like most of my friends were like Methodist, that was right? Like which is thing. is the deal that that's less intense? Would you say? I would say it's because my ver- my picture of Catholicism so far is extremely intense. It certainly is intense. I think it depends on who because it can be incredibly intense. But I also think there's a lot of people who are Catholic who are like culturally Catholic. They're like, I grew up this way, but I don't actually believe in it. Right. But it like feels not as like, and I'm not equating this to Judaism because I think Judaism has a lot more of this like cultural aspect to it. And yeah. And yeah. And things. But that being said, there is like a similar kind of like. A lighter version of that among Catholicism, I think, where it's like this is like a part of my. But like, I, I would like, identify as like somebody who was raised Catholic. I think that's like a part of who I am. You think it is for sure? Yeah. Would you feel that way? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like I think it definitely has informed the way I've grown up. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I, I think that it makes me think. About well, I think it definitely for sure. Because it's all about when you're Catholic from the moment that you're born, and you're like, this will end, and you're gonna have to answer and you're for all the things that you did. Yeah, I've been trying to. But isn't that? Isn't that most of Christianity or is that just Catholicism? See, I guess that is most of Christianity. I thought, honestly, I thought everyone was Catholic until I went to school in North Carolina. And I was like, what's, pro-? I was like, first of all, Protestant, what is that? Yeah. And then second off, every that time, there's all these priests that are married. Still, when I see yeah. a priest that's married, I'm like, there's that moment where I'm like, duh, fuck. I, yeah, it makes you think like if you had a choice, you would maybe choose a different sect of Christianity. Yeah. Once I learned about, because the school I went to was Episcopalian, and once I started learning that, I was like, this feels chill. Yeah. There's a, we had a female, we had a a female Episcopalian's like uh, probably the most chill, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Rainbow flags on the outside of it. There's a beautiful Episcopalian church in Fort Wayne. We had a chapel on my school. Like, we went to chapel every day. Every day. Every day. And we, um, it was famously where I had my first kiss. Wait, in high that. school, we started every class, eight periods a day, with John Baptiste de La Salle. That, that's what the teacher would say. And then we would say, pray for us. And then the teacher would say, <laughs> slay for us. Slay for us. <laughs> <laughs> the teacher would say, live Jesus in our hearts. And this is the craziest part. We would say, forever. Oh my God. <laughs> Did you have to whisper it? You had to. You had Before to. Before starts. Uh, <laughs> and then she's like, and now, solve for X. <laughs> <laughs> there were no women teachers at that school. No, of course. We didn't read any women. We didn't hear from any women. We didn't read any school. women. Yeah. And this is like before I was like for sure gay, but there were like random, rarely we'd have a woman and I'd be like, oh my God. Women yeah. can be leaders. I feel so safe here. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I'm sure if you're a, a, a woman teaching in an all-boys Catholic school, it's probably like, mm, pass. I think that the all-boys oh, yeah, schools are... Hell more chill than the all-girls schools you think the all-girls schools are okay yes here's the difference okay Hot in these catholic single gendered schools which is insane the boys schools are very like you're all you've got privilege and we're gonna keep it that way and you're coming here from a place of rah-rah whereas the girl schools are like just having an all-girls school in and of itself is inherently subversive correct because you're like Women are going to be leaders. They're going to be educators. They're going to be Hillary Clinton, and they're going to rise up. So, like, I feel like the all girls schools are like, we've got something to prove. And I don't even think. I feel like girls schools sometimes there is that. There's the yeah. there's the Hillary Clinton of it all, mm-hmm. and then I think there's some schools that are just like, actually, we just want the absence of men, and we're yeah. not going to be like girl power about it. We just. 
because statistically speaking, when if you bring the science into it, mm-hmm. which and thank God I'm here for that, <laughs> um, women perform better academically, athletically, etc. When yeah. men are not around, yeah, lol. They only brought so us it's, in for the musicals. Exactly. My dad would drive me, or well, one time I crushed. Would drive me, not my dad. My crush. <laughs> 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 not my dad. My mom. <laughs> <laughs> would drive me to rehearsal every day because I would like leave the all boys school to go mm-hmm. to the all girls school and be like, I'm here for the musical. Yeah, you need the bodies. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is crazy. It's also like it's it's fake. You could just you could just keep do it all girls. yeah the girl. I mean, and that happens too. Even in in co-ed schools, girls played boys because most yeah. boys yeah. didn't want to do theater. It's make it's make believe. So. I know, it and it's actually anybody. and it's actually high school theater, so yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> Wait, high school theater was so dumb on two accounts because one, you did not need to be shipping males in, just <laughs> and you didn't need to bring our. I've said this before on the pod. You did not need to bring our dads to build a rotating stage for layman. Yeah, Let him stay you, home. You've been on that for a couple episodes. <laughs> Do a black box wait, wait, show. Wait, wait, wait. Your dad knows how to build a rotating stage. All the dads would come in and be like, we're the dads, and they'd come in on, like, Sundays. Could not, you know, could not for a... Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> like, being the needed. Purpose. They love to be needed. They could not have found my dad building a stage whatsoever. And I respect that. Also, honestly, probably mine. And we'd have to sell advertisements to, like, the local yes. butcher. Yeah, you yes. did that? And be like, we're having I, I didn't, but that yes. was part of it. Yeah. We'd sell ads, and it was, like, an ad book that's, like, people aren't looking at this. Like, it's kind my of, like, My parents really, they were, they subverted that. They were I like, we're going to go ahead and not do that. <laughs> yeah, I was never Kick involved. My dad dreaded going, I think, did not like going to the plays and musicals I was in. And, um, they weren't good. There's no, they were never bad. There's never been a good... No, they were bad. Yeah. I would say I was the best one and I was bad. You know what I mean? Yes. I, but it's hard. There's not a lot of stars in a, in a high school production. No, it's not where you find the star power. <laughs> The star power is the kids that dropped out, moved to New York with their momagers. And yeah. That's the star. And our interior have been Hanson at 12. Yes, exactly. Stars. Yeah, that's intense. Mm-hmm. Musical theater teens, intense. Actually, to yes. up, and to continue talking about high school theater, we did all of our productions at in the chapel. Literally all of our oh, high school productions, yeah. because we didn't have the budget to cover it, had a big cross in the background above Jesus is the set of Annie. <laughs> Wait, that's a- just a reminder that he's actually in all these places. He's actually here. He's, he's with us. He's in, you were Lily in all place. of us. You yeah. were Lily. Lily St. James. I was not Lily. I was... Um, Miss Hannigan. No, I wish I had been. No, what's the the like very boring secretary? I'm sorry. Yeah. I forgot her. Yeah. I just had a memory Grace? though. Grace? Yeah, no, Grace. We had a... You War, were Ms. Warbucks' is Star- Miss Cass. Starbucks? Warbucks' is Starbucks? <laughs> <laughs> Or Starbucks plug. <laughs> <laughs> she brought him his Starbucks. Yeah. But most people in your town probably were religious. Extremely. Did you feel outside because of that? I guess, I don't know, yes and no. I feel like, luckily, no one was like asking me if I believed in God, nor was I asking myself. It was more just like, I did not Assumed. feel the presence. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew that. Um, but yeah, I think, honestly, going back now, I'm like, I feel out of it. Like, everybody has this thing that's very convenient to believe in. Mm -hmm. It's honestly come up a lot because my dad passed away this year. And Mm -hmm. so every time I'm going back, it's like, you know, we're we're convalescing over that with my extended family. And I feel so jealous that they've got this this thing that they can believe in and help guide them through it and be like, oh, he's he's here and he's protected by whoever yeah. I'm like oh I don't ha- I just don't have that yeah. yeah that's my 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 dad grew up very catholic and like 
I've had like a lot of conversations with him, especially in my like high school, early college years, where I was like, "This is all fake and it's all bullshit, and I don't mm-hmm. believe it." And he he's a pediatric surgeon, so he sees like you know children pass pretty Jesus frequently. Christ. Yeah, pretty pretty heavy job, and he has said like for him, he's like, "I just need something." To believe in because it's there's unexplainable things that happen and I have no control over it right. and it's like to give yourself up to something greater than yourself like whatever it may be like it's really helpful to find that um, so I've been trying, right it makes sense now that yeah. I uh, now that I'm no longer a child I feel mm-hmm. like or like now that I start to see the atrocities of the world I'm like man it'd be really convenient to be like there's yeah. a higher power mm-hmm. but yeah. alas I think it's empty up there. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've been trying to, because I don't believe in, like, the traditional Christian idea of what a god is or anything, but I I am trying to find some sort of, like, higher something or just mm-hmm. something to tap into for that exact reason to be, like, when... It'd be a lot easier. It would be, yeah, nice to be able to, like, surrender to something, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. Yeah. What do you think? Of, you believe in God. I do, but I agree. Religion is the opiate of the masses. It's Karl Marx. <laughs> But I think also That's one of my favorite lines from The Office is when they have Ryan in one of his weird stages of being hipster, and he's like, "Someone took the of the masses." <laughs> um, I also like yes, it's, I think there are so many things that serve that purpose for people. Like I think CrossFit is the opiate of the masses. Like where it's like, okay, the, we like kind of throw ourselves into these things that we can just like. Maybe I can, obs- I can make CrossFit my god. No CrossFit. <laughs> Talk to you Zach. and Zach. Sexing you. I- we like throw I ourselves. Yeah, <laughs> CrossFit is so terrifying to me. I've done CrossFit and I've I've begged I begged Zach to come to my CrossFit forever. Oh, you've been to CrossFit. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, "I'm not going to that one. It's filled with lesbians." And I said, "It doesn't matter." And then it I stopped matter. going. And then he went, and he's like, "Oh, it's actually fun there, and there's hot guys." <laughs> <laughs> so he's just looking to date. Of course, because mm-hmm. he gets his he gets his guys at the gym. True. I think that we throw ourselves into these things that like give us meaning and structure to our lives, because the alternative is to be like, oh, alas, there's nothing up there. Yeah, it's horrible. I can't recommend it. Yeah. Yes. Because I mean, last night I was a little high at this concert, which was awesome, mm-hmm. and it was like I was like, wow, like concerts and like this it, this is a transcendent religious experience right totally now. Like you well are... this is why i almost converted to believing in god at christian sleepaway camp mm-hmm. is because it was like the gathering of it all mm-hmm. and the like the the everybody thinking the same thing no yeah. matter what it is yeah. and like literally chanting in general yeah like the, i was like oh Community. there there is power in that mm-hmm. there's power in gathering folks um <laughs> You know, it, 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 that's why I, and then I, and then I left and I was like, oh my God, I'm fine. Yeah. I'm just going to go back to watching YouTube. We should start, um, advertising our shows as uh, this is a religious experience. You're going to gather and you're going to, you're going to laugh together. I'm going to do it. Technically Christian. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, when I post about the show. Seeking God. Seeking God. Come to the show. Come, come to you. Two, <laughs> two Catholics do a half hour. Three Catholics. Three, three, three raised Catholics talking <laughs> on stage. It's in your blood. It's in there. It's in your blood. It, we're actually I know the Hail Mary, sermons. so that's something. That's good. Yeah. We can all say it together before the show. <laughs> you know what's actually kind of punk is my mom, she did teach me the prayers, like I said. And when she taught me Hail Mary, I'm getting them confused. Or maybe it was our father. Whatever. One of them. She would, instead of saying, like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, she would say Father, Mother, Son, Daughter, Holy Spirit. I love Wait, that. Wait, is it a memory? 
in second grade when they were training us to get our first Holy Communion, we would have mm. like practice. And it was training. It was training. <laughs> we had to like leave Push-ups, class yeah. and go and like sit in the gymnasium. Oh yeah, I wasn't, wait, what is that? Called? Oh yeah, First Communion. First That's, Communion. Yeah. Did you do that? Mm-hmm. I didn't do I'm, that. Like, it was my favorite you're one. You're confirmed in the church. Yeah. I'm also not confirmed. I, it was my favorite one because we got a snack. And then we would line up and they would, we would practice with crackers. And then at the end, they every, they would like, you'd give them back. And then, so you ended up eating a cracker that some other person had touched, which is gross. Other child had touched. Yeah. But the first time they did it, they said body of Christ and no one ever told me what to say. So I was just like, I believe. <laughs> and they were like, bitch, it's amen. It's amen, it's man. Amen. <laughs> I love that you improv. You're like, something has to be said. <laughs> I think it should be. I believe. I think that makes more sense. I, I knew, I knew about cults. In second grade, I was like, I know what this should be. I got, I have feedback. <laughs> you believe in the body first and foremost. I believe. I believe forever. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So that's a voice club you're not a part of, low key or high key. And low now, key and high key. What is a voice club you are a part of? Um. Okay. I also have more than one for this, but um, we don't have time. Um. Okay. I've recently really got into sports. <laughs> Hell yeah. But not um watching live watching sports i am obsessed with sports documentaries and i feel finally at long last i understand why people watch sports okay i would love to i would love to hear why because i'm i love sports you are okay on this sports. is a very balanced episode yeah okay so what what has You're a balanced person what has turned yeah. the leaf for you it's about the father sports. mother son daughter <laughs> in me um what did you say what has like turned the leaf for you on sports so the the doc so i'm like i said documentary whore mm-hmm. Usually true crime of this my whole life, mm-hmm. and my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched the uh, documentary on the Bulls, the Michael Jordan mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. and I was like, and it was truly thirteen episodes, and I was in it, yeah, to win yeah. it from the beginning to the end. And I was literally cried when they won the championship. <laughs> I was like, oh, like for once when they won, I was like, oh, it feels like my team won. Yeah, I get it. I'm getting it. Another religious but what experience. I, truly. Mm-hmm. A, a moment of gathering. Yeah. But what I'm realizing is like I need to know backstory. Okay. And that's what's missing for me. I know, I guess if you like fully are committed, you know like the entire story of, yeah. of, some, of some of the players. Yeah. But I'm like, I need to know about their mom and dad. I need mm-hmm. to know about their struggle yeah. with feeling incompetent or in, in Michael Jordan's case, short. Yeah. Um... You know, like that's what I need to sort of be a part. Yeah, spoiler part alert: of. He grew. He grew. <laughs> no, actually, he was short. How he was tall short was he? even for. He was like six, th- three instead yeah, of six for, nine yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Short, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's. Wait, have, have you watched any in addition to the Michael Jordan one? Of course, I just watched the one on um, Jeremy Lin last night. Oh, I haven't seen that one. Very good. Another great one was the Tiger Woods documentary. That was great. Sam and I watched that, and then we just finished the Derek Jeter documentary. Oh, where's that? It's on ESPN Plus, which okay. maybe is also via Disney. So are you going to give me that, that login? Yeah, I can, I can hit you up. Um, um, if it's Disney, I have it. Okay, it might be Disney. I, th- I think you can get it through Disney. But it's okay. um, it's really good. Also, like, a great look into, like, 90s New York, which is very fun. Love that. Um, Love that. Yeah. It ended kind of weirdly. Because they like the the first the not to spoil but the last episode begins. With How many his episodes last is it? Six, eight, maybe. Does J Lo coming come into it at any point? That's A Rod. She did A Rod. See, and this is why I need to watch that. Yeah. Yuck. But it, there's a there's like weird. Wait, I thought Wait, that she too. never. Who am I, I thinking of? I think of A Rod, and who's Derek Jeter? Derek Jeter is. Wait, they never kissed. I'm googling this. I don't think so. 
Derek Jeter's wife is a, is a model. I'm not familiar with her, but she's really pretty. But they both play for the Yankees? Yes, they were Okay, teammates. that's what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, but the whole, like, the last episode is a lot about his, like, post-baseball career, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I think they wanted to tie in the fact that he was the first black CEO or of, like, a baseball team, like, part manager. So I think they wanted to, like, include that. Sure. Which, of course, is, like, very important um, to talk about. But it just, like, made the documentary end in, like, kind of an anticlimactic way that was, like, well, this is his life now. <laughs> like, post-baseball. So that's not what we're here for. No, 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 no. Show me more clips. Yeah. But I agree. I think re- baseball, or not baseball, but sports in general can be, like, a very religious experience for people. Like, especially, like, when the Bills got good and it's, like, like, sports teams that have a huge cult following, they've always been bad. Like, the Cubs had always been bad and then they finally won a World Series and, like, the whole... The Knicks. The Knicks, yeah. So I think it's, like... Underdog the stories. Of the, the opiate of sports is this, the opiate of yes, masses. This thing that you can just like. Well, I guess I just never. Okay, so I grew up along with religion being in every household. Mm-hmm. Football. Yeah. Where I used to when I went to college, I would just put football in, in the background. Are you I was LSU so, fan? No, I don't watch sports. Okay. But if they made a documentary, honey, I'd watch. <laughs> um, sport football always on in the background, literally at any day possible. Mm-hmm. So it was like when I went to college, I used to put football on to get work done because I was so used to having that, that as the background noise. Yes. Yeah. I feel that about baseball. There we go. I don't yeah. do it, but I feel it. Yeah, yeah, you feel it. I Football was huge in my house. And, so. I, and I would see people get, and still to this day, so, I mean, people obviously so impassioned and I didn't get it. Yeah. A lot like God. Yeah. I was like, I just don't get, I, I wish I could be a part of it. Yeah. I still won't be, you know, turning on the game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... I'll watch a documentary. Yeah. Maybe all boys clubs are things that we add to our lives to give us structure to make us forget that, alas, there is nothing up there. <laughs> That's what... Because football... That's the name of the, the, the title of this episode. Alas, yes. there's nothing up there. <laughs> Take that as you will. It's like, we're all dying, but like for this one moment in time, all that matters is that the Red Sox won the World Series. No, not yeah. the Red Sox. Boo. Fever Pitch, 2004. Whatever. Fever Pitch. <laughs> now that's a documentary. Much. One thing I love about... What I love about sports among a lot of things, is that, like, it's truly the only, like, spectacle thing that we gather for where nobody knows what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's the only thing where nobody, like, it's yeah. like with, like, TV that's coming out live or something, like, viewers don't know, but somebody knows, producers who was in it knows what's going to happen. Right. Sports are the only thing that truly nobody knows what's going to happen, and right. that's really exciting. That's beautiful. Yeah. When you describe it like that. It's the only that thing that's like that. So true. You should, yeah. you should be the narrator to one of these documentaries. Sports is <laughs> one the day only you will. Sports. Claim it. The Claim it. That, yeah. I could do that. We, Boys Comes becomes a sports podcast. <laughs> but, uh, and we've talked, because well, what you're describing is, the sto- you need to know the, I need the to, history. I need a story. So yeah. we've talked about how we like star, like sports, like gymnastics, because it produces totally. stars. Totally. And like... Figure skating. Women, figure skating produces uh, yeah. stars. I like those sports too. I'm not as drawn to. I mean, I I love watching gymnastics when it's on the Olympics and stuff. Yeah. My sister's a gymnastics, so I was like around that a lot. I always um, say that that's something I should have done and didn't. Like that's the right my height lost, for it. I'm the, it's the lost calling. Yeah. I yeah. I have a body for it. In another life. But no flexibility. Mm. I can barely touch my. Toes. You can train yourself for that though. In high school, someone was like counter <laughs> this that, this this old bag of bones. <laughs> <laughs> it is too late. There are a lot yeah. of things where it actually is too late, and it's one of the ones where it's too gymnastics late. Gymnastics for sure. Yeah, I mean gymnastics. If you're um if you're eight and you haven't started, it's, it's too, late. too late. It's one of those sports where it's like you got to start truly when you're four. No, for sure. This lady, and, I'm mad, and what I'm saying is I'm mad at my parents for not not enlisting me. Yeah. The high school choreographer. Enlisting like an army. <laughs> she was like, Connor, you have a perfect dancer's body. And I was like, I'm anorexic. What are you talking about? Exactly. No offense. 
Um, Aren't dancers super tall? Yeah, probably. I probably am too short. I'm 5'10". Yeah. I'm 5'10". Because I feel like dancers are like models. It's like like height is huge. Yeah, that's Maybe especially not. for no, probably Actually, for men. I'm not sure women. about that. Yeah, what about for men though? As long as you're, yeah. as long as you're like, you really for male dancers, you really just have to be able to lift an anorexic female body. <laughs> yeah, so you, you gotta be able to put like 80, 90 pounds. Overhead. Yeah, exactly. Which is absolutely not doing that. You know how I feel about lifting anything overhead. True. It's how people die. It's how people die. It's true. We're doing so we use dumbbells, no bars. Yeah, sure. Um, the most important question: yeah. What is a boys club that you wish to see in the world? Um, so I'm about to move apartments and what are you leaving the neighborhood you're in that I won't say for safety? <laughs> <laughs> um, come and find me in prospect Heights for the next two weeks okay. because I'm moving. Um, yeah, I am gorgeous moving area. gorgeous area. I'm leaving it. Uh, and what I would like is a boys, a club of boys to build all the furniture in my new apartment. Mm. That's oh. a community I want to see it's in this a world. A task rabbit team. Yeah, exactly. At last, a call to action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I need help hanging shelves, building IKEA. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I okay. I need a gaggle. And I would like it to, to be um, queer boys, queer women, like like lesbians with drills. I yeah. Like oh my god. Wait, is lesbians with drills the business idea coming out of this? Is that <laughs> yeah. the new task rabbit? I'm sure it exists out there. That there's there somewhere in this damn city there is a group of queer women who are ready to build your maybe your old challenge. CrossFit cohort. Yeah, there's something there. There's a Venn, the Venn diagram on that isn't. Yeah, maybe my lesbian co- CrossFit that I go to. Yeah. I oh, every time I move, oh, I get a yeah. task rabbit yeah. oh, because yeah. I'm absolutely not capable of doing any of the things you just described. Of course. Like, app, no. I couldn't put a nail into the wall. No, me either. I'm so inept at it. You know what it is, actually? I, it's not even the physical feat. It's like the directions. Ugh. I, You're I, a comedian, baby. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, can, I can't do it. You know the Ikea directions where there's no words? It's just those guys being like, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally like Gumby. Yeah. Trying to build. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Two pieces? That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, like this is me putting these together. My nightstand, just for context, is the Tower of Pisa. Like it, if you shake it, my bed, there's one part of my bed that I'm like, this could crash to me. I do, have, I a, I do have a goal to not have any Ikea furniture. In this next apartment. Oh. That's fair. I built my entire up. desk from Ikea. And I was pretty proud of that. It did take me like four or five hours, but I built it myself. I hate that. Was it stressful? I hate that. Um, it was an undertaking, absolutely. But I how do you feel proud that I did it myself. But And like, how are you supposed to... This is why This is why I need a community of men and hot lesbians with drills. Mm-hmm. Is like, how am I to spend five hours in a day? Yeah. That's like... A whole day. It's a, it was a lot. <laughs> and I was like going into like, oh, I'll put this together. I've got like an hour to do this. And then it was like, it was a real undertaking. And I, I think I had to like go to work and come back and finish it because it took me so long. Yeah. But that was also partly because I was being a little bit stupid with the way I was assembling it. But, In what way? Um, Just like put a piece on backwards and like <laughs> made me have to like take a bunch of shit sure, out and redo sure, it. So sure. yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. When I moved to New York the first day I was here, I had to assemble my bed. I was nectar. And the whole nectar's whole thing is that it's easy to assemble. And I was like, well, I'm Is it like one of those Casper kind of beds? <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I like could not figure it out. I literally left mid-assembly. I know, there's, a, there's an Instagram bed frame right now that has me in, in, its, in its clutches. That, Don't. That's like, it's only Wait, three pieces. Wait, what's it called? Therma. Therma. <laughs> yeah. Wait, that's expensive though. Just Good. do it. <laughs> so if, you're, if you work at Therma. I'm pretty sure it's Thuma. <laughs> if you work at 
talk to PR and tell them that no one knows how to say your fucking company's name. <laughs> yeah, and also, we got a lady who needs a bed. I really need a bed. I really did something chaotic when I moved out of my last apartment. Right now, the apartment I'm in right now is a sublet. My true home of like six years, I moved out of in uh, in March. And I, I sold everything. I was like, the next place I move into needs to be brand new, clean slate. Yeah. And I, I sold everything and now I have nothing except a mattress. Wait, you're a nomad. I'm absolutely a nomad. It's giving it's, newsies. It's giving, <laughs> it's giving Santa Fe. Oh, I sang that for a voice recital one time. I couldn't hit some of the notes, but it was okay. They were like, it's fine. It's voice recital. It's fine. You're in middle school. It's fine. You're, you're performing for a crowd. It's fine. Really you just can... sell it. You really need to sell the song. Yeah, it's really not about selling the, the message. The notes are just a kind of part Suggestions. of Suggestions. Yeah. 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 Well, that's awesome though. I feel like, I feel like, um, I know somebody who just moved into a new apartment and kind of the same thing, like had lived somewhere for like three, four years. Yeah. Sold a bunch of stuff, got, and like have a brand new space and, and she's like, it's invigorating to have a new, a fully new I knew, well, it was kind of like, I was getting to that point and it may have been because of my absolute chronic depression, but I was like moving, anytime I went into my bedroom, I was filled with dread mm-hmm. over my dresser, over my uh. bed frame, over my desk. I was like, I hate everything that I All own. the people that bought these items from you are out there. They're the boys and they're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I love that you think I have a boy that bought me a dresser. <laughs> I fucking wish. I cannot afford that Thuma. They're cursed. Um, yeah, wait, maybe that's the boys club I need. It's not just people to build the furniture. I need people to buy the furniture. <laughs> How do you feel about interior decorating and design? I'm, I feel overwhelmed by it. Me too. I went on Pinterest yesterday for the first time in eight years. And I was like, I guess I have to piece together who I am. With my there's choice such, in couch. There's such pressure to be like, does this space represent me? And it's like... It really, it really is. It's a deeper question than I'm ready to answer, I think. Well, I'm having to answer it. Yeah. I think that for the next eight years, it doesn't need to represent you. I think a couch is a good place to start. I didn't know this. This is something I learned via the open door videos. Okay. Is that you're apparently supposed to start with one piece and then build the room around Yes, which feels that. like the couch feels, feels like intuitive. the Feels intuitive, yeah. I'm really... Or I'm rug. choosing... Yeah. I know. Anything that's got like big color, I think. Because Sam and I started with this couch. We found it. I love it. I actually, I was looking at cinnamon couches just last night. It's very fun. My mom sent me a bunch of pots and pans. That's what that is. Yeah, I was like, are you still moving in? No, it's uh, for my birthday. She sent me. She was like, what do you want? And I was like, honestly, I need new cookware. Hell (laughs) yeah. I got a a pot for Christmas last night. Last night? Last Christmas? (laughs) Last Christmas. Any day can be Christmas if you don't believe in God. It's so true. (laughs) It's so true. My dad bought me an instant pot and said, you need to use this. If you use it, I'll buy it for you. And then I tried to turn it on and I couldn't figure it out. It's never used it. My Instapot is in storage right now, absolutely collecting dust. I tried to do hard-boiled eggs and then I took one out. And it just... (laughs) (laughs) like, all right, we're done. No more. Never again. They're Air confusing. fryer bus. They make it seem simple. They're so confusing. They're it's like, yes. I can't believe I'm allowed to have a pressurized cooker. I know. That's like this. What is this? NASA? Could explode. Now that I'm saying it, I did throw it away in, in like a dumpster. Away. And now I'm like, wait, I wonder if someone was like. Someone, I hope. It's a perfectly good pot. I hope so. Yeah. Someone Your was phone like, is blowing Someone up right who was now. like, I know how to turn this on <laughs> and I'm taking it. No, I know. I have to go. Do you? Yeah. 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 I, have to, I think at 11. Oh, that's right. Um. Mm. Wait, can we do your socials? Yeah, you have to. Sabdu. Follow her on Instagram at Sabdu. That's not it. <laughs> <laughs> um, my Instagram and Twitter handle and TikTok handle is at Savannah D-E-S-O. Dizzo. That's perfect. Because yeah. you know that people are idiots. People are idiots, don't know how to pronounce my name, definitely don't know how to spell it. Yeah. It pr- people it's pronounced it. exactly what it looks like. No, no. There's no way it could be You that. could be Savannah Demois. 
Deux mois. Deux mois. Cologne, c'est venu deux mois. How is it that everyone knows how to pronounce that? Yeah. Everyone knows deux mois. Does almost the same shit. Yeah. It took me a really long time to figure out deux mois. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it took like a lot of... French is tough. A lot of corrections. Deux mois. Um, yeah, and boys, Savannah's so fucking funny. We're thrilled to have her on our show on the 26th, so I'm please come out and see her. I'm freaking honored as hell, and it's I can't gonna, wait for it. It's going to be so fun. Um, oh, we, oh wait, I forgot to say this at the beginning. We, we end on a smooch, so on three. One, two, three. Hey, boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials? You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C-O-N-O-R, panda with a J. You can find me at Nico Carney, N-I-C-O, Carney, C-A-R-N-E-Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at Club Coming, last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club. Okay, see you soon, boys. XOXO. Bye.